0: Number three, when you have a beard, the only question about sex is how often. Welcome, everybody, to Beard Laws Podcast Episode 3. What an episode we have lined up for you. We got a little bit of everything. We're going to potentially have an interview with Villain213, a TikTok friend, and a guy that's helping organize the Bearded Villains World Meetup, which is in Los Angeles, August 2nd to the 4th. We also are going to get Logan, our sports guy, involved today. This is going to be the episode. He missed out on one and two. That's on him. But we're going to talk MLB trade deadline, and we're going to uh, talk about whatever, baseball, beers. Let's do this. And also we're going to hopefully introduce a new topic to the podcast, the Two Beards, One Record segment, where myself and my bearded brother from another mother, Greg, That I started Two Beards One Record with Hopefully we're going to do a little segment We're going to talk a little music every episode But I really want to talk about Tool They're coming out with a new album It's been 13 years and they're going to allow streaming So I want to get into that with him Because he's excited like a little kid in Christmas Even though, um, you know, we'll get into it a little more We'll ask him what vinyl record he just bought today So this episode is being recorded August 1st And then a little editing. So hopefully we'll have it out here in a couple of days for you guys. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Bearded Villains World Meetup and Beard Competition is going to be Saturday, August 3rd, 2019 from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be located at the Avalon Hollywood on 1735 Vine Street, Los Angeles, California, 90028. If you need more details, Eventbrite.com Bearded Villains World Meetup Beard Competition. Tickets are for sale. So, the Bearded Villains World Meetup and Beard Competition, like we talked about, and um, it's going to have a beard competition. Obviously, it's in the title. It's going to be hosted by the Bearded Villains, Bearded Villains LA Originals, and Asbane. The BV World Meetup 2019 is going to be hosted at the historic Avalon Hollywood. Proceeds are going to be donated to the following organizations. Children's Hospital Los Angeles CH- CHLA. It's a non pediatric academic medical center. It is the largest regional referral center for children in critical condition who need life-saving care. Each year it cares for nearly 140,000 infants. Another charity is the Las Photos Project's mission to elevate the voices of teenage girls from under-resourced communities. Through the lens of photography, students capture moments that inspire them and others to critically examine the world around them. This exploration empowers the students we serve to become agents of change, channeling their creativity for the benefit of themselves, their community, and future projects and careers. Also, the Dogs Project, a.k.a. the Feed the Dogs Project, was officially launched in the spring of 2009 by three old named dogs. The project sprung from a barbecue at the PMO-IMEF Military Working Dog Kennels in Camp Pendleton, now Camp Can, in March 2008. There's going to be raffles in six categories. Categories include full beard, natural 4 to 8 inches, full beard, natural 8 to 12 inches, full beard, natural 12 inches and over, full beard, styled mustache, business beard, natural up to 6 inches, and for the ladies, whiskerina. There's going to be live music, vendors, tickets are non-refundable, and as I mentioned, eventbrite.com, Bearded Villains World Meetup Competition tickets. They're, uh, I think they 're about twenty they 're in the twenty to twenty five dollar range, like I said, it goes towards charity. What a great cause You can go check out beards, the bearded villains, and donate money to three great charities. A recent post from the bearded villains Facebook page if you guys don 't follow, go ahead and give them a follow, give them a like but their uh, their information came out about ten hours ago, which like I said, this is uh, august first ten twenty p m so it came out you know ten hours ago about noonish. The World Meetup starts tomorrow. Be ready for us to bombard your feed with good vibes from Los Angeles. Be on the lookout for live feeds. They're going to start at the following places. August 2nd, downtown meet and greet at Angel City Brewery from 4 and on. That's 216th St, Street, Los Angeles, California. August 3rd, Hollywood Beard Competition, which we previously talked about at the uh, 1735 Vine Street, Los Angeles, California. August 4th is Long Beach. Breaking Bread at the Yard House from 11 to 2. 401 Shoreline Village Drive, Long Beach, California. Then August 4th, Long Beach Hangout and Goodbye photo shoot from 2 p.m. and on at the Shenanigans Irish Pub. 423 Shoreline Village Drive, A, Long Beach, California. If you're in the area, check it out if you're able to get out there. I was pumped to try to get there. I thought it would be a great opportunity to meet some brothers to experience california just two birds one stone didn't work out in my favor but anybody that is there i look forward to checking out the live feed checking out the pictures and um being really jealous that i'm not out in california speaking of beard contest yours truly and with the help of the main sponsor beard laws coincidence i think not Is actually uh i'm actually hosting a beard contest on the app tiktok just posted a couple of days ago the announcement that there was going to be a competition. Uh, yesterday, I posted the rules, but I can go over them real quick. If anybody's on the TikTok app, it's very easy. Give me a follow, 44 beardnuts 44 You can also find me using Beard Law, but the details for the contest are as follows. There's going to be seven categories. Category one is more or less like a business beard, four inches and under. Second category is uh, four to eight inches. Third category is 8 inches or more. Fourth category is mustaches. Fifth category is the sister for whiskers category. Number six is the goatee category, which was recently added by request. And the seventh category is popularity. So how this is going to work, If depending on the size of your beard, you should know how it is. If not, grab a tape measure. Measure from the bottom of the lip down to the bottom of your beard. Whatever category you're in, category 1 through 7, you just use a hashtag. You can be in multiple, obviously they can't, you can't be in the, the four and under, and then the four and to eight. We're just gonna say you're one or you're two. But you can be in the any category as well as the popularity category. All you have to do is enter by posting a video of your front beard, your side beard, and use the following hashtags. Beard law, hashtag beard law one for category one, hashtag beard law two for category number two, hashtag beard law three for category number four, three. Hashtag Beard Law 4, category number 4. The only kicker and the only different one is category 5, Sisters for Whiskers is the hashtag. 6, Beard Law 6. 7, Beard Law 7. And then what's going to happen is I have some judges that are non-TikTok users, so that way they can't vote on popularity or by name, or they're not even going to know you. If they know you, that's a coincidence. That's dumb luck. But what they're going to do is they're going to go through. I have set up um, a system. It's going to have pictures of every contestant. And then you are going to judge, the judges are going to look at every single beard and they're going to rate one through 10 based on the following, uh, the following criteria. They're going to judge one through 10 based on quality, density, size, healthiness, and personal fit. How does it look on your face? Once the judges get all their information, all their scores in, I will then tally them up and we'll figure out a winner in each category. The winners will get some swag. We have a couple of sponsors so far at this point. We have two sponsors. We have All Vets Advocate, and we have the Band of Bearded Brothers. Are going to sponsor two categories. So the winner of those categories will get some a band of bearded brothers merch, swag, products, whatever, whatever's there. All vets advocate is also going to do the same thing. Your main sponsor, Beard Laws, they're going to they're going to hook you guys up with some swag, and two beards one record potentially are going to maybe throw some stick stickers and sisters for whiskers. They're going to throw some swag for the ladies. But then what's going to happen is before before all this happens, once we get all of this in the the voting or uh, not the voting, but all the entries are done, which is going to end Sunday, August 4th, probably right around, you know, 11 p.m. Eastern time. But if you get them in a little later, that's fine, because it's going to take a little time for the judges to vote. But what's going to happen is I'm going to do a video for each category. I'm going to list and tag every contestant so we know who's in there. And then we're going to take the top couple of people, you know, if there's a pile of people and it's the top five, Great, top 10, whatever we deem. And then there's going to be a talent round. We are going to name a talent or a video that each person has to do. And then we can go ahead. Our judges are going to look at them. We're going to vote them on a couple of different um, scenarios and criteria. And then we're going to name a winner. And then once the winners are there, we will message you. And we will set up getting you your swag or your prize. The popularity contest is going to be every single person is going to be tagged. It's simply going to be most votes win. We'll pick a time, we'll pick a date, we'll cut it off, and whoever has the most votes will win that category and will win some swag. So if you're on TikTok, feel free to enter. If you have any questions, message me in the app, message me in the actual video with the rules or the, the hype video for it, or shoot me an email at matt at beardlaws.com, or you can shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is you, that um, that's easier for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is now the featured sports section that I've been talking about forever with our co-host who is in charge of everything sports, the one, the only Logan.
1: Yo, what's up peoples? So,
0: sports. Logan, just just tell us a little bit about you. What are you about? What's your affiliation? What's your passion? What's your sports? I know it, but let everybody else out here just know a little bit about you.
1: Sure. Uh, live and breathe baseball and other sports but mainly baseball um uh old kids so now i watch baseball all the time yep. not that i didn't or but now i can afford baseball all the time and to watch it and listen to it so luckily i have a wife who doesn't hate baseball that's good i'm a huge blue jays fan although i like good baseball
0: yeah and, and, and it's, it's a little bit cheaper to be able to sit at the house with the MLB TV. And drink non-eight-dollar beers.
1: Fact, uh, we're what are we? We're four, four hours away from the nearest MLB stadium, two hours away from the nearest minor league stadium. I ain't got that much time.
0: No, but ML- we should go. We should go down to the and do, see the Mets. See if maybe we can work some kind of like sports media pass because I'm sure we he could go into that. Be like, hey, this is Logan from the Beard Laws podcast. I'm the sports guy. Let's meet with him. Let's do this. We should do that. And worst comes worst, we go on free hot dog night and we can – or dollar hot dog night, we'll just get dollar hot dogs.
1: Right. Worst comes the worst, they yell at us, say no, and we still <laughs> go to watch baseball.
0: And they probably won't even yell at us because we'll probably just do it via like email or something.
1: Depending on how much we had to drink the night before or that day, they might yell at us.
0: Truth. I mean, and like we probably we deserve it.
1: Underfield during the game, they're going to yell at us, bud.
0: Yeah. But if we get banned like for streaking at the Mets affiliation, I mean, is it really a loss? I mean, who is even in the organization coming up that's even worth it? going to get uh, Zach Clark off the aisle.
1: Tebow and uh, I believe Keith Hernandez uh, still uh, plays first base for those guys, right?
0: <laughs> Tebow, Tebow time.
1: Maybe Kevin yeah. Elster.
0: I did. I did hear the interview on uh, the Pat McAfee show with Tebow, and it was pretty inspiring. And they they said that it, it was the second greatest motivational speech on their show. Marty,
1: really? They don't really motivational speeches, do they?
0: No, I don't think so. But he, he was top two. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> top two out of four.
0: Top two out of four. All right. So that's that's Logan. And he has a beard currently. Once in a while, he gets crazy and he does the mustache or sideburns or something. But he's currently um, our bearded sports guy, which is kind of a requirement in beard laws. So, I mean. And it's that's...
1: looking pretty good for someone who doesn't grow beards much. Now that yeah. I have it, Mod, the beard helps make me look intelligent.
0: I mean, dead bods and beards are absolutely where they're at. That's how I thrive. You know, that's what I make a living off of. So, back. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk trade deadline. You Want to go winners, losers? You want to just you just want to talk about? You just want to kind of give us your take on the trade deadline?
1: Man, let's go. Let's go, winners and losers. All right,
0: clear. Clear winner in your eyes has to be.
1: I, you know, I like what Atlanta did because it's small, and I think when you, you get these teams. Atlanta's not mine. Let's go three. I'll go three three to one. Okay. Right, so I'll go with this Atlanta. Is,
0: this this is your bronze.
1: Yeah, this is the bronze medal. Uh relief pitching. They needed it. They
0: oh yeah. It. They did. Uh, they just went to a they just went to a five inning, six inning game, pretty much, you know, if it worked out.
1: Would they get Green? Green to close? Or yeah, they least... got
0: Shane yeah, they got Shane Green, Mark Melanson, and uh who was the other one? Chris Martin? Was it Martin? Yeah, so
1: and they got control out of them, so which I'm not huge on the control when you're trying to win year one of the trade. Like, who cares about control? Yeah, give me that bullshit where oh, we have it traded for control, they got them for years. It's about right now, so shut up.
0: yep uh, in the Braves bullpen just pulled up a quick stat since July 1st has the 27th worst or we have the 27th ranked ERA, 29th whip, 29th strikes to walks ratio and the 28th opp ops. they have a 5.63 era their bullpens since july 1st
1: uh, i'm surprised you didn't get traded to the braves
0: right they they should have brought in the big boy hey numpy need the righty
1: maybe even me i mean do they have a side armor
0: i don't think so sidearm's a dying I, breed
1: i guarantee they don't have a five foot seven and a half side armor I mean, no that's it's, how they, no major leaguers don't face that shit
0: no, they don't, they're not going to see that, and they're going to be like, oh, shit, their eyes are going to light up like on, uh, on uh, Rookie of the Year when his special arm t- stops working and he has to do the old man throw it up in the one pitch, and he lights yeah. up and can't even hit it. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I think we're onto something here. So any organization looking to sign uh, an overweight, bearded, severely bearded, uh, hairy guy who kind of excels once in a while at the wave pool in the water park um, shoot me an email, mattatbeardlaws.com. Or if you need a five foot seven sidearm who's bearded, who can who can probably hit what, 60, 70s on a good day. No, so, in my truck. <laughs> well, I was trying to give you some credit here. All right, scouts, Thanks. we're we're gonna we're gonna say fifty uh, five ish on a good day sidearm. Yeah. If you need us, com. Hit us up. Who is your who's had, your, your
1: so this year? So that was good. <laughs> Seven, and then and then I threw two more pitches and quit for three days. I mean,
0: yeah, but he's back. He'll come out of retirement. Like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for the team.
0: Shit, maybe with CC down, you know, they're they're gonna need another bullpen guy in New York because they don't have enough. So maybe they could uh, sign us to mix them. I mean, could you imagine? Maybe I or you be the closer. They come in, have to see hundred mile an hour fastball after hundred mile an hour fastball, and They have to see a fifty five mile an hour fastball from you. Yeah. That could be the newest the, one. Yeah,
1: Five-mile-an-hour fastball, pinpoint control, by the way. I mean, yeah. that's it's pretty easy because basically I'm walking it there, but I have pinpoint control
0: now. Rivera got a 100% vote in, in the Hall of Fame with one pitch. I'm pretty sure we can get you there. <laughs>
1: hey, brother, I <laughs> don't even eat cake.
0: Yeah, and we're going to have a way cooler uh, entry, intro, so entry song, I feel.
1: I don't know what it would be yet. I'll, let's get back to that part.
0: We'll get back to that.
1: <laughs> Number two, the silver. Um, I'm kind of torn on this
0: one. Better you're torn than your butts holes.
1: That's fact. That's fact. <laughs> you know, I'm. I kind. I, I kind of want to say Indians, and I kind of Indians are Indians are like the Jays. So I'm, I'll give the I'll give the silver in the win with the Indians, because and this is weird. All right? So I'll the. They got their. They got their hitters. Yep. Got the hitters they wanted. They got their. I mean, you know, their starting pitching is is really good. It needs to come back. I worry you don't just trade one of the best pitchers in the league for Yasiel Puig, no. and for Andreas, <laughs> unless you've got a huge plan. Their plan was to get rid of Trevor Bauer's craziness. Uh, you just picked up Yasiel Puig.
0: Yeah, imagine and, and I think MLB was like, you cannot have both of these idiots on one team. So why don't we just swap them? The fans are into it. You know what I mean? Cle- clearly, Cleveland had one. You know, and now they got uh, a crazy. Addition to the football team, they're crazy, about- they're burning LeBron's jersey still.
1: Right, you can't tell me the Reds wouldn't have traded Puig for some minor, some good minor leaguers. Imagine if Puig and Bauer were on the same team,
0: right? I oh, could imagine how much more brawls there'd be.
1: Yeah, it'd be great. That's what
0: baseball really needs. It really is. So, who do you um, think's exit was uglier, Puig and his brawl or Bauer's tantrum toss?
1: Neither, Stroman.
0: <laughs> yeah stroman that was a good one too
1: the tan look the tantrum toss okay i get it kind of childish the dude also once missed a major league postseason start against the jays not his fault though but kind of because he was trying to fix a fucking what <laughs> are fl- those things uh i'm not technical the fucking drone
0: yep the drone yep
1: he tried to fix a fucking drone and cut and slice his finger open. Not a stupid thing. Like it's not like a tantrum thing. But like, dude, you have a major league postseason start in two days. Stop fixing your fucking drone, the chart. Anyways, my point is yeah, this: have
0: your have your kid fix it. He probably would have fixed it anyways and fixed it right. Or just go buy a new one. How many million right. you
1: make? Right, you got a million dollars. Go buy a new one. Anyways, that's coming from that's coming it, from a it, couple of
0: guys that don't have a drone, by the way. Yeah, so I, we're... I,
1: I wouldn't know. How to, how to Yeah, I couldn't even think of the word. Um, I would like to fly that Indian, thing around the water. Indian, Indians get silver because they set out to do a job and they did. it. Yep. I don't know if it's going to help them this year, but if you set out to do a job, you do it in the trade market. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, number one, clearly the Houston Astros. Uh, that is a goddamn steal. I For know. The moment, their minor league system is probably uh, quite depleted, but you just got Zach Greinke And seemingly a now somewhat healthy Aaron Sanchez who's been throwing the ball really good. He had what he had nine strikeouts in the first fucking five innings the other day. Like he, they're getting, they're getting a healthy Sanchez. And if he stays healthy, Sanchez is depicted as their number five, uh, as I saw on the TV the other day. But honestly, Sanchez is definitely a number two or three when healthy. Um, What an un. Astros are going for it. They're going to get it.
0: You couldn't even create this kind of rotation in a video game without no. cheating. You have Grinky, Verlander, Cole, Miley, and now what? Sanchez as a five.
1: No, no, Miley arguably my,
0: one of the best bullpens in baseball right now.
1: Yeah, Miley, eh, okay, but he proved that he's a big game pitcher last year. I think it's probably still there. You know, like Miley's always kind of hovered around five five hundred average, but you know he's got it. Yeah, and he doesn't have to do it. You know, like he's not pitching, he's not pitching what game two or three for the Brewers this year. He's pitching maybe a waste game in the postseason or long innings for the Astros.
0: Exactly. I mean, if these guys come out, Verlander, Cole, you know what I mean? And Greinke, you you start a series three, nothing. It doesn't matter. whos I mean, one of them can cycle back and get another win on the second time around. That
1: was, that was a coup right there to get those guys. Yeah. So Astros, gold. And then of down.
0: course, and then of course me being the pirate fan that I am, seeing Cole disappear from the Pirates organization has gone 27 and 10 with a 2.90 ERA in Houston.
1: Yeah, didn't see that coming not.
0: Nah. <laughs> I mean, I guess change of atmosphere, change of environment, different coaching staff, um having one of the greatest lineups in baseball will probably help that as well. Cuz I mean if if he's got a 2.9 ERA in Houston, a 3.1 ERA is not going to get you far in Pittsburgh when you score one to two runs a game.
1: I will say this, though. They, who'd they lose? They lost Matt Kemp. They lost some other guys, too. True. Lost Matt, or not Matt Kemp, Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp is, has been a really, really good bench player for them. And, you know, a, a guy, one of those outfielders that can start when someone goes down. I think they're going to miss him in the playoffs. Yeah. He, he's kind of like a mini Altuve, which almost is impossible. But the dude, the dude plays with a ton of intensity. He's pretty good. He's at a down year. I think they're gonna miss him. I can't believe that they had to trade Matt Kemp to get. Uh, oh, they got somebody. Was it the Reds? I don't have my phone in front of me, so I yeah. can't remember. Well, I do, but I'm talking on it. Uh, they traded Matt Kemp to somebody for, I believe, a reliever or for Martín Maldonado. Can't remember. Anyways, I think they'll miss him.
0: But... Absolutely. So I was checking out the uh, the Twitter and Paul at Paul Hembo. He, uh, he threw up something pretty crazy. So Verlander, Cole, Grenke this season in 69 starts have combined 36-13, 2.85 ERA, 0.92 whip, 11.1 strike, or, uh, strikeouts per nine innings. I mean, that's the uh, opponent's batting average, 0.197. I
1: mean, that's decent, right?
0: <laughs> that is unbelievable. So they rank, um, those three rank first, fourth, and eighth in the majors and weighted on base Average allowed. That's a I mean, lot. Of- yeah, and they're three of the top ten starters in the majors, and Miley is—he's even rated in the top fifteen in ERA.
1: Miley is—that's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. So, so uh,
0: yeah, it's crazy. So, who would you consider the biggest losers?
1: Man, the losers. Um, I think the Giants get the bronze
0: for being the loser. I mean, I feel I feel like, uh, I mean, Bumgarner's staying. I feel like Giants fans should be happy.
1: Well, Giants fans are going to be happy, but here's the thing. You either go for it or you don't. Yeah. They traded what well, they got rid of Melanson, um, and they got rid of uh, a few others.
0: Dyson they, and Drew, uh, what's his name, Pomerantz? Dyson
1: Pomeranz. and Pomerantz. And Pomerantz has an ERA, what, plus five, I believe. Yeah. So, like, they didn't really... Lose much, Melanson's. You know he's been there for a while, so you got to imagine clubhouse type stuff. But what they get?
0: Yeah, but what's it say to your organization too? You're two and a half games out of the wild card.
1: Well, that's what I mean.
0: That, I mean, they still got a chance. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. I mean, they had a great July. They're playing hot baseball. Even if they get in the the wild card, you never know what happens. You get in there. At yeah. least you have. At least you have them.
1: Right. You, but you got to get there. So. Sure. If you if you if you're two and a half out and you start trading people, even though not people who are not having great seasons or whatever, what are you getting? You damn well better get somebody that's going to make an impact. Impact, you know, yep. like let's go for it. Don't just trade pieces. Like in that situation, don't don't the players think like, hey, Melanson got traded. What are we getting? <laughs> you know, like. At some point, you get you got to decide to your you got to make the decision for your players. We're going for, it or we're just going to take a chance.
0: Who they get? Scooter Garnet out of that?
1: Scooter Jeanette, who you know probably a uh, probably a really good pickup if he goes on another streak like at the beginning of the year. He was really hot,
0: and he's got a hell of a um, name, Scooter.
1: Scooter. <laughs> um, but you know, and, and that, that's that's good. But you know, get get some other help. Yeah, I, I would have. Yeah, thought- I had I had in my head that if they were going to go for it, Aaron Sanchez would have been a good pickup, just someone you know some depth. Um, uh, who, who else they, they traded Hunter Strickland too? I think right.
0: Who's that? The uh, the Giants. The Giants. Yep. Uh, I know the three. Yeah, the three relievers were Melanson, Dyson, and, and Drew. Is what were listed on uh, ESPN.com.
1: I think Strickland still with the Giants. Anyways, um, so that's
0: your bronze. Who's your silver?
1: Uh, silver losers.
0: Um I feel like I know who you want to be your your gold.
1: You want me to say the Jays? No. No? No. Oh, okay. I know who you want. <laughs> um man, that's tough. Probably Oakland. Yeah? Yeah. Don't you just want to see Oakland go for her just once? Yeah. Like, f- fucking go for it. If you're Oakland and I get it, the Bay Area, don't you try and pry Madison Bumgarner away? It, the giants are probably never doing it. But what the fuck do they care? If you're going through a rebuild, if you're gonna decide, trade to anybody. At least they don't gotta pitch or play them every year, except for a couple games. But like I I thought for sure, and of course Billy bean in that group, like they know they just read their players, set the team up for the second half, and let them run wild. Fans go crazy, the players go crazy. But you know, every once in a while, that remember the John Lester move years and years ago? Kind of worked out. Um but like just go for it. Just every, you know, fuck. Give your, give your balls a tug.
0: Give your balls a tug, you tip fucker. Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel bad for them. I mean, they got a movie. They got all that extra publicity from, you know, what they're trying, what they're there. And it's like, it's a cool concept. But is it really working at this point? Because how many World Series do they have with their yeah. new money ball? And I mean, maybe, maybe their organization is just like, hey, we're just going to be the, the team that, just plays the numbers, plays this a cool story for the media. They're not yeah. selling out games; not many teams are. But maybe that's just their play. Like, hey, you know, we we got a basis, we got this, we we got people following us just for the numbers. They don't even come to the games. They're wearing A's jerseys while they're playing World of Warcraft, looking at the numbers. Because it,
1: it's it's almost it seems like when you when you watch those games, it seems like it's a hip thing to do to go to the A's games, which is great. They're, if the people are paying money, people are hanging out, people are rooting for them. That's great. But at some point, through the course of this, and it's not like they haven't made the playoffs. They made the playoffs many times in the last, you know, two decades. But go for it. Go for it.
0: I, I agree. They got to go all, all in one time. You, you and, got, and if their you, farm league was best, great, best they'd be best, they'd be the
1: best third baseman in the, in the league, in the majors. Yep. You got some really good players. You know, come on, man.
0: Put the, put the other pieces in. Yeah. All right. Who's yeah. your gold medal loser?
1: Gold medal loser. On the average, for the last five years, it's been the uh, the Angels. This is not my pick, but it's been the Angels because you got drought. Yeah. You got Shohei, but I get it. Don't don't sell the farm just yet because Shohei will be back pitching. But is that going to really work? Who knows? I think the Angels would be real stupid to go make a whole bunch of trades this year because I think they're really close. Yep. But they have, they have to get pitching. They got to go soon, though. I, mark my words, if they trade Cole Calhoun next year, I can't. I don't think he's a free agent. But if they if he, they still have him under under a uh, contract, they got to hold on to him. He is highly important to that team. Anyways, uh, my main loser. I really kind of want to say the Jays because I don't think they got enough. I think they should have held on to Stroman for at least until fucking you, you know the deadline instead of yeah. trading on a Sunday. But I get it. If you're gonna if you're gonna rebuild, rebuild. And they're gonna rebuild. That being said, they I like Justin Smoke. They should have got rid of him. They should have got rid of Galvis. Get anybody, because if you're gonna rebuild, fucking rebuild. Biggest loser, um probably the twins. Twins? I think the Indians are gonna catch him. I would have liked kind of the same way as the A's, right?
0: Yeah the,
1: the Twins are very welcome to make the playoffs. Um, I don't know if you can look at this because I don't have my computer in front of me. Look, yeah. up, look up the Twins versus the Yankees in the postseason since, like, 2001. Baseballreference.com will have it. Um, this stat is amazing, the win-loss. Twins versus the Yankees, and actually just the Twins versus the Yankees. Did you watch that game, that 10-inning game or 12-inning game the other night?
0: No, it was, I missed that.
1: It proved that the, Yanke- the Twins, much like the line in 61, the movie there, it says, why are people afraid of the Yankees? Or why do people lose the Yankees? They're afraid of the pinstripes. The Minnesota Twins, as an organization, are terrified of the New York Yankees. Record. They, they, can't, they can't beat the Yankees. They can't. And they've had, some, they've had some very, very good teams. But what the Twins haven't had is an ace in years since Johan Santana. True. Not a true ace. Barrios is probably the cl- closest thing, and he's probably a true ace, you know, looking, looking at it now. But true ace also means established, you know. Barrios is really good, has been, but you need someone who, who's there. You know, go trade again. Minnesota trade for Bumgarner, see what happens.
0: Right, give it a, give it a shot. Yankees so- record against the Twins since 2002, and this includes four soul-crushing postseason series for Minnesota is now 89 and 33. Yeah, yes,
1: <clears throat> like that is insane. And
0: so right- New York is against yeah. New York is 89 and 33 against Minnesota.
1: Right. But if you if you look up postseason, it's yeah. stupid.
0: It's a seven thirty winning percentage, basically three wins out of four. It calculates to one hundred and eighteen wins in a hundred and sixty two game season.
1: And these are fairly good. Like I mean, look look at the uh, look at from two thousand two up to two thousand ten. All right, but uh, when you look at the uh, when you like if you break all that down to see how fucking bad it really is. It's unbelievable. It's fucking bad.
0: Unbelievable. I wonder why the Twins just said, you know what? Maybe maybe we'll just be less embarrassed if we don't make the playoffs because the chances are we might have to play the Yankees, and we know we're not going to beat them.
1: Right, but yet the Yankees didn't do fucking nothing. The Yankees would be huge losers if they weren't so goddamn good already.
0: That's the thing, yeah. I mean, a lot of I mean, the being in the New York market and even the Dodgers, you know what I mean. The the bigger market teams are just getting shit on because they didn't do anything. But you got to think, like they got Encarnacion in June. That's a pretty goddamn big move. (laughs)
1: Like who the Yankees can give up can at least to get to the postseason. The Yankees can average four five runs, giving up a game. They're gonna they're still gonna get the postseason. Yep. You know, and that's that's the thing. That's what these are based on. For the most part, like, can you get to the postseason? Yanks are getting to the postseason. No one's beating them. Red Sox are having the lull, and the Rays just aren't good enough. It's true. I thought the, I thought the Rays would do more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but and it's funny to me that they, they always do the battle, how, like, Jeff Lowe now outdid Cashman again. You know what I mean? Like, it seems right. to be like this big battle that Houston's getting these moves. But you got to think, too, I, even Greinke, he had a fifty. I think I read he had a 15-team no-trade clause, which included the Yankees. They weren't oh, even running for them. Like there's, yeah. there's people out there that are like, nah, I'm not going to that market. I'm not going to that organization. And being a beard podcast, I wouldn't go there either because you can't grow goddamn beard in the, in to be a Yankee. That's bullshit. That's stupid. It's just another reason to hate them.
1: You're gonna tell me now, Grant? We all know my beard is not uh, one to uh, one to gawk at, but it's growing it nicely. I would say. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like, you're gonna tell me how I can and cannot wear facial hair?
0: It's, I mean, yes, granted, they, they sign the paycheck. You know what you're getting into, but...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose if they want to... I mean,
0: there's a whole sport, there's a whole tradition that rolls in many sports for the playoff beard. And you're taking that away from it. Yeah, we're the organization that has, you know, the most World Series in, in history. And maybe we don't need the playoff beard, but fuck you, you need a playoff beard. Everybody just has the right to yes. grow a beard.
1: And players were different than Now players are more individual, as yeah. opposed to, you know, like you watch... You watch those older teams of the 60s and and earlier. Like, if you were a baseball player, you worked on a farm. You worked off-season. You were a a man among boys. Then you get into the 70s and 80s. It's rough and tumble. The the 80s were very rough. Yankees sucked in the 80s. Aside from their championship championship run right in the beginning, Yankees were horrible. Mm -hmm. Because the game had changed a little bit. It was pretty rough. Although that kind of went into the 70s, but 90s, eh, the only reason they won them in the late 90s and early 2000s, because they were homegrown, so you got props for that one, but now, I, you know, they're, they're fantastic, but, you know, I think, uh, I think there's something to be said for the way the Astros have done it, and the Cubs have done it, just, you know, letting people be themselves. Exactly. And it's
0: good it's good for it's for, good for the market. It's good for the teams. It's good for you know, a lot of people like jersey sales. You know, there's there's a couple very marketable players. And you could take a guy, Charlie Blackman, he grew out a sweet beard. People didn't really know him. You know, he's got that beard now. He's got that caveman look going on for you know when they were hot, when he was hot. That's what they talked about. Like he, he, he became, you know, something else. And I'm gonna yeah. say it's because of the beard.
1: It's mar- like you said, it's marketable. He without that beard. Yeah, he probably performs similar to what he's to what he's done. But and he's I in Colorado.
0: He, he's got to stay warm.
1: That fact. But <laughs> I bet he doesn't perform nearly as as well as he does, and nowhere near as exciting as he is without the beer. Yep. There's just no way. It's him.
0: Exactly, and that, and let's let's cycle back real quick on your on your Stroman. I know you're I know you're pissed about it and the tantrum, and, and didn't think they got a, enough of, uh, about it. But as a Mets fan, and they didn't really they didn't move really anything. What about a 2020 rotation of Degrom, Sinigard, Stroman, Wheeler, and Mats? Yeah, I mean. That's a pretty impressive, assuming they stay healthy, they pitch to their ability, you know, they, they get some bats. I mean, you still obviously have to hit, but they got some young talent. I'm not saying that they're going to go out and win the World Series in 2020, but that's a pretty decent lineup. That's a good rotation.
1: Well, when, when you when you look at it, in 15, everything aligned, plus, of course, David Murphy forgot who David Murphy was, although no offense to David Murphy because he's fantastic and he has one of the prettiest – uppercut left-handed swings I've ever seen. True. But, you know, they were finally healthy. Yeah. And and if you could just get all those starters healthy again, pitching and defense wins. So True. Now they, now they just need defense. And I'm telling you, Stroman's really good when Stroman wants to be really good. Um, Steve Phillips and Eduardo Perez were talking this morning on MLB.com. Not to plug, but favorite channel.
0: Uh, <laughs> plug over.
1: You know, the Stroman – he kept saying he wanted to sign with the Jays. His ERA the past few years has been up and down, up and down. Well, Stroman sees himself as a, I'm sure, multi-million dollar, you know, two-number two, two number, uh, million a year. And the Jays are going, well, wait a minute, bud. Yeah, you're you're really good this year, and you were really, really good two years ago. But in between that, you had an ERA of four plus. Yeah. And ERA up near, like, who's, uh, who are we getting and that's fair. Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, you don't want to... The only,
1: thing, money, but. The only, you know, the only thing with the Jays, to me, is just like, well, I, the, the complete rebuild doesn't make sense because at some point, let's say, let's say they uh, are a little bit better, or in a, you know, a year or two earlier. They're real close, but then they got to sign somebody. You don't sign a good starting pitcher for any less than you were going to sign Stroman anyways. Or yeah. sign, you know, the money you are going to sign those guys to in three or four years is the money you're going to sign for a number four or five starter. True. You should probably keep somebody. But if you're not going to, make sure you get a good package back. And we'll see.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. and I, I mean, like you said, and you don't know, too. And a lot of or what's kind of crazy, too, and what you don't see a lot in baseball is the draft picks because you, they're almost irrelevant. You don't know what's going to happen. And trading draft picks in, in the majors – for guys that are gonna, may, probably be in the minors for a long time. It's not as prevalent, in, you know, in as football and stuff. Because somebody was asking me the other day, they're like, "Man, you got this, but they, why is there never any draft picks included in, in baseball?" It, well, it's not like hockey, and it's not like uh, football and basketball and stuff like that. There's just so many teams and players and minor leagues and
1: right. Uh, there's a huge, there's a huge minor league system, yeah. In the process. That's why baseball is the hardest sport. Very few can come out of college or high school and play in, in, the, in the MLB where, I mean, you get not high schoolers, but college football players go right to being some of the best stars in the NFL. Yep. Uh, college hockey players, same thing. College basketball players end up being the stars of the NBA. I don't know if I just said that right, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, no, it makes sense. We get it.
1: Oh, no, thanks. <laughs> you know, but, but, if it's major league, there's very few that go right from high school to uh, to the majors. Or even college to the majors. Yeah. My boy John Oler did it, though. Oh, he's, no, not really, he's not really my boy. I don't know him.
0: He's not, yeah. But, I mean. But
1: he, he rocked a helmet like a champ.
0: Right, and now you get to do that on first base when you're coaching.
1: I do. New York you should weird.
0: It is very weird. You should get a little old, Or just get a sticker. Put it on your helmet.
1: I should. Why not? 15, Fifteen years, bud. Fifteen years.
0: That's how long you've been coaching?
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's impressive, huh?
0: Yeah, th- yeah that would have been my 15th if I didn't quit.
1: Right. Uh, we're old, bud.
0: We are getting old.
1: Yeah. If you're too
0: hot or you're too cold, there's only two numbers you need to know. The Merkley brothers, Adam and Ben, have been supporting the North Country since 2015. They're all you're going to need for residential and commercial needs. Call Adam at 315 or Ben at 315 Would you rather go to jail for one year or go to jail with a Rubik's Cube and you can't leave until you solve it?
1: Or give me the fucking year, bud.
0: That's what I think, too. I think I take the year. A
1: year. I'm not smart enough. Some people would be like, yeah, yep. And, I mean like, and I'm a smart dude.
0: I feel like a year, I'm though. A- 365 days of working at it. I feel like you could, but what if, what if you get yeah. out after the year anyways?
1: No, because you want to I Oh, you wouldn't. I'd, I'd, I'd go crazy before the year ended. True. I'd go crazy within the first month trying to figure that out and get out of jail. Cause no doubt knowing you and we're friends, you're putting me in the federal, pound me in the ass prison and yep. uh, I need to get out of there.
0: Not that County shit. And you're, you're, you're a little guy. They're probably going to really like you.
1: Oh, they're going to love me.
0: Alright, would you rather have everyone talk about you behind your back or not talk about you at all?
1: Ooh. Talk about me behind my back. At I think least, so. Too. At least I know at least I know I'm making an impression. If they if people don't talk about you behind your back enough, we all know well you know, you know me. I am a huge people person. Yep. I, understand, I I understand people. I've been in the people service for, for fucking
0: years. He's I've been servicing people not, forever.
1: But um if you're not making an impression on people, then you're not existing in life. Yeah Good you're
0: or- nothing. You're just going through the motions.
1: You're going through the motions. I would I would rather be made fun of than not noticed.
0: Absolutely. That's- oh I, I, I know what you're gonna pick for this one, I feel like. I feel like yeah, it's an obvious choice. And I feel like you might even have one of these. Would you rather vomit every time someone mentions McDonald's or wear a fedora for the rest of your life?
1: I could rock the fedora right now, but that's
0: what, I was, that's what I was thinking you were going with. I,
1: I am McDonald's today. I love it.
0: Yep. And imagine every, but how many times do you hear somebody mention McDonald's? Is it at a least, lot?
1: At least once a day. Someone in my work gets McDonald's oh. for questions if they're going there or not.
0: Oh, so then, so you puke once a day or where yeah. for, you're just going to rock the food. The-
1: you want to know why puking is not fun? It's not because I'm afraid of getting the bat out, it's because I don't like tearing up.
0: Mm, yeah, and that's there true. Is,
1: there isn't a man with a soul or a good gut that doesn't tear up when they puke.
0: But you're a guy. But you're a guy that likes. to do it right. How How are you gonna wear a fedora coaching baseball? You have to.
1: Dude, I'll figure it out. I'll figure get a out. bigger helmet.
0: Yeah. You, and you're a guy that likes to mix up hats. So like, oh, yeah, the new yeah, a, You can't. You got to wear a fedora.
1: That's a good point. But I can wear fedoras with every fucking logo I want.
0: It, no, it's the same.
1: Oh, the same
0: yeah. I guess it's not. The same fedora. It's just a fedora.
1: A fedora. Uh,
0: a. Yeah. All right, a. Well played. a fedora. All right. Well, here's one for you. Would you rather have your internet search history go public or your sex tape go viral?
1: Oh, sex tape viral, bud. Yeah,
0: I think I'm on the same page. That's plain and simple. Because it, especially like if you get a sex tape and you edit it properly, like it's going to be good publicity. I know you're married. It doesn't matter for you, but it's one sex tape. You start seeing what good. you're searching for on the internet. You're, you, I mean, not that you're in, this, in the weird shit, but there's some fucking shit that could get some people in trouble.
1: Look, but here's the deal. Uh, I don't need to edit it. <laughs> uh,
0: to all right, it. Logan. Guys, Logan is going on record saying he doesn't need his sex tape get, edited.
1: I'm not saying I'm a porn star. I'm saying I, we do it right. I don't need to edit it for this reason. We do it right. I definitely don't want my history out because I do it right.
0: But I mean technically Google and police and all these people they're pretty much they're searching the internet for it anyways. Yeah. But all right, you already said it. sex tape, you can't take it back. Nope, that's your answer. Cuz you do it right. I do it right. <laughs> Besides you, would you rather yes. have every other single person in the world be all male or all female?
1: Hey, male.
0: I mean, that seems pretty obvious for us, right?
1: because there's females that love baseball, they love uh, beer, they love whiskey. That's fine. I have a wife who loves them, so I'm good. You're going
0: to be able to. You're going to be able. You're going to be the only person that can reproduce, and then eventually there's going to be a males again. It's going to be a cycle. It's going to be a crazy cycle. You're going to be like that one bull that just gets to. I will die. The entire.
1: I'll, I'll die out of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah. then within,
0: within the first month. <laughs> All right, <laughs> last. Last, this is, I guess this isn't really a would you rather, but uh, it's a question that I wrote down in the would you rather section. So you get a billion dollars, but you can never leave the state of Ohio. Do you take it?
1: Geez, I guess I don't know enough about Ohio about that.
0: I mean, if you don't know enough about Ohio, I think it says it all. But it's a billion with a B, but you can never leave the state. There's no Florida. There's no Italy. There's no Ottawa. You, no. Can never, you can't go to a Jays game.
1: No, no. If I can't go to a Jays game, I'm saying no.
0: But you have a billion dollars. Don't care. They have to come to Ohio.
1: I don't care. Here's why: A, I can't go to a Jays game unless it's in Cleveland or Cincinnati, and they don't play them enough. Yep. Uh, I like, I like the area. I'm in. I like my friends. I couldn't go to reunion.
0: They'd my have you have a billion dollars. You can fly too to them me. to you.
1: My parents are too cheap to come see me for a while.
0: But so. you have a billion dollars.
1: What are you going to do with a billion dollars and
0: fucking... You, uh, you'd you have to just build Dude, and make it want... come to you.
1: Look. I'm, just... not, I'm
0: not saying I'm for it.
1: I'm right. just saying,
0: I'm just trying to... The...
1: Oh, for God's sake. It's the drug cartel guy in Mexico there. He had a billion dollars. He got killed. Money yeah. don't make everything. <laughs> oh,
0: somebody, to... you know... I mean, somebody... I mean, they're burning LeBron jerseys probably still. They're going to find you. They're going to end up raiding your house or... I don't know. I think it I think it would end very very badly.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'll I'll forego the billion dollars. Although Dave Steve did pitch a no hitter versus the Indians in Ohio.
0: See? But who knows that you would be there because you had a billion dollars. Maybe you'd what just be, be no, not, weird been and depressed. maybe you'd be like you'd just have you go Hugh Hefner. You would just have all the clocks removed, I, you'd have no windows, you'd have everything, you would not know what was going on in the mansion.
1: Uh to be all to be all and you'd have staff 24-7. And I couldn't pull my kids away. True. Yeah. I
0: bet you they'd be all right for a billion dollars,
1: though. Nah, I'm saying, uh, well, otherwise we would have already moved to either Ottawa or Boston. I'm saying, uh, I'll forgo with a billion dollars. That's a hard no. Uh, that's a hard no.
0: All right, circling back, what do you have for urine thoughts? Do you remember your urine? Urine my thoughts?
1: Uh, in my thoughts. I suppose when I pee, I don't know about today, but the other day I do remember. Peeing and thinking about how sad Mike Trout's baseball career has been.
0: So you're standing there rocking a piss thinking about Mike Trout's baseball career?
1: Yeah, sometimes I don't rock the piss. Sometimes I...
0: You stand there and hope that it dribbles out?
1: Sometimes I have to wait a little bit. I'm 38. I drink a lot. Which the drinking a lot part doesn't really mean it's dribbling out. But the physical I'm out of shape part does. I'm thinking about how bad Mike Trout's career has been. Which is an odd thing to think, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean, I guess I can see the correlation. Like Mike Trout uses a bat, you're up to bat at the pisser thinking, (laughs) swinging it around like a bat,
1: and then you just think
0: baseball, and Mike Trout, I mean, as long as you're not rocking a piss with a boner thinking about Mike Trout.
1: (laughs) If Mike Trout was comparing himself to me, he's doing very well. Uh, If Mike Trout was comparing himself to everybody else in the major leagues as far as skill, he's doing very well. Yep. But if Mike Trout is comparing himself in the major leagues to everyone who's ever won anything, he, yeah. he's really, really upset. Yeah, but he, he seems to be healthy
0: and he's playing and he doesn't seem to be having a terrible time.
1: To have rings. He doesn't even have a playoff win. True. And I'm not trying to be all commercial and oh, all that. No, oh, best team in baseball, best player, best player in baseball, never has, or whatever. I'm thinking for the person himself. He looks like he might be as loyal as possible. Yep. Anybody? Yeah. But true.
0: at yeah, at he's, what cost? Like, how loyal will he stay? Is it going to get to a point where he's like, he, "You know, what? I want a chance to win. I can't grow a beard, anyways. I'm going to the fucking Yankees."
1: I, 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 I can't guarantee. I can't even guarantee uh, my kids will like me tomorrow.
0: Sounds but, like you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to pee either, because this is uh, your my thoughts.
1: But I, I just think that. When he, whenever Trout's uh, opt-out clause is, he's gone. If they don't make a push, again, why the Angels should, make, should have went all for it. Yep. Like, come on, man. It's not about money. It's about making money later. The True. Angels World Series, Mike Trout, they might win three. They might win four or five. He literally could save a franchise. I mean, he kind of already did.
0: Yeah, looking up real quick, apparently his contract is uh 12 year 426 million, so that means he'll be in in the Angels uniform at this rate through the 2030 season. Right. So they're uh even if he goes there, he'll be about what 37ish, 2030. Yes. They got they that they got a couple years. They got to go all in at least one like you said. They got to try
1: it. But when's his first opt out? Does it tell? Uh, I didn't. That was just a quick headline of uh, Yeah. He has I'm uh, um speak but I'm almost positive he has opt out clause and he's gonna. If they don't make a push, he'd be stupid if he didn't. True. He deserves to himself an opportunity to win a ring. At least make the goddamn postseason. Yeah. The fact that they that they've only made one postseason in what the seven years he's been in the league? That's
0: on yeah that's
1: is it seven? No, it's gotta be more than that.
0: Yeah, if he's twenty seven, I mean when did he come in? Oh they selected him in two thousand nine with the first round. Okay. He made a brief major league appearance in 2011 before coming yeah, a regular right. play. In Twelve. That makes more sense.
1: So eight years, seven full.
0: Yep, seven right. full years. World's largest sports contract: four hundred and thirty million dollars.
1: Dude, that beats Messi. It's, it's. If that's stressful. a war, if that's in in fact is the world's largest sports contract, that beats Messi.
0: I can't wait until he uh, grows a beard. I when you that. grow a beard, come on Mike Trout. You got to you can make 430 million dollars. Hire me as your beard dude, coach.
1: Dude, you might be onto something there.
0: Imagine Mike him and Trout come out grow
1: a beard, He he can,
0: he doesn't he's got patches. Ah, yeah, he's got a little patches on the cheek, but he could he could grow out a scraggly little beard.
1: Looking at the baby the beautiful baby face that Mike Trout has, I don't know if he can really grow a beard.
0: Yeah, I see I mean there's a couple pictures with some stubble, a little patchy, but it it would come in white trashy.
1: Dude, Not white really trashy when you're Mike Trout.
0: He wouldn't. He, he just wouldn't rock it. You ever just been sitting there thinking, man, I could. Go. You ever just been sitting there thinking, man, I could go for a nice cold beer. Well, I have the spot for you. You need to check out Char's Bar located in Morley, New York, serving the North Country's best pizza rolls. Kitchen's open Tuesday through Friday, and the beer is always cold. Stop in or check them out on Char'sBarMarley.com or on Facebook. All right, now it's time to check out beard news. Let's see what beards are in the news. We're going to start out with Julian Castro and the twin brother, Joaquin Castro. Apparently, Joaquin? Jo Joaquin? Jo Quinn? I'm going to go with Joaquin Castro. He's the twin brother of the 2020 candidate, Julian Castro. He said he grew a beard to help anyone avoid confusing the two, which apparently happens very often. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at a picture. They They look pretty similar. They are twins. The Democratic congressman who served since 2013 joke last week that he was experimenting with facial hair to differentiate himself from his brother, who's currently on the campaign trail seeking the Democratic presidential nomination. He was quoted saying, I hadn't shaved in like three days and I decided I'd just grow the beard back. It does help so that people don't always think I'm running for president, he said, joking with the uh, U.S. Today staff. The rep said people confuse him with his brother, brother in public places like the airport or on the street just about every day. You know what? Abraham Lincoln, as we covered in the episode two, he grew his beard out to win the presidential campaign. Why don't they reverse roles and why doesn't uh, why doesn't Julian grow out his beard, hit the campaign trail? Let's see. And just and just grow that beard I tell you what we get a nice bearded president I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna jump on board I'm gonna have to vote for him right if anybody out there running for president or any congressman or anything you you want you want that beard to look good hit me up metabeardlaws.com don't worry I got you back in other news it's it's a bit of a sad news for us bearded men anytime that a bearded brother loses his beard, it's it's a sad time. But this guy, he did it for a great cause. He did it for a great reason. So I, I guess we shouldn't be that sad. man who had spent the last nine years growing a beard that measured down to his waist had it shaved off for charity. The story is covered by the BBC.com. So if you want to see the full article, I will link it on some social media. Uh, I don't know the exact length. Apparently, uh... It was it was too much article. There are some pictures. Michael Legay. Sorry if I uh, if I said your name wrong, my man. Uh, there is a before and after picture. It's an impressive beard. He's got the forking in the middle. Probably probably would have used a little more oil, a lot more uh, butter. Get the get the chin moisturized. Prevent that forking. But uh, it, it's an impressive beard for sure. Could he use some beard loss help? Reach out to me next time, Michael. I got you. But uh, yeah, Michael Legay of Rotherham. South Yorkshire said his beard eventually became like having a sleeping bag on your face. It comes weeks after he was placed after he placed seventh in the World Beard and Mustache Competition in Antwerp in the full natural over 30 centimeter category. He said it was shock to his children who have never seen him clean shaven. Mr. Legay's facial hair once dubbed Yorkshire's greatest beard, also previously won him the title of the British Beard Champion. He's 33-year-old. He works for the gas company BOC in Rotherham. said his bosses had offered to double whatever cash he raised for prostate cancer in the UK. He was able to raise 1,525 pounds of his $5,000 fundraising target. He also said the recent hot weather really made him just take the beard off. We all know from the previous article from Lip Bearded that it helps repel. I mean, it helps shade. This man had a 9-year-old beard. I mean, it, it's pretty hefty. I, I'm curious. what it, He did a great thing. You know, obviously, Beard Laws goes through and, and helps raise money for cancer as well. He helped raise money for prostate cancer. That's an amazing thing. If I see an article where he's still taking money, I will link it on social media and uh, on the website, beardlaws.com. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, if you're out there listening or if anybody can get this to Michael, um, let him know. I'd like to send him a Beard Law shirt for, for having a nine-year-old beard gone. And for all his efforts. So, if somebody can get that to him, that would be amazing. I want to get him a shirt. Or if for some reason, you're listening to this. Mike, I got to admit, you look way tougher with the beard, brother. Start growing that back. We'll see you in nine years, beard. But uh, yeah, get a hold of me. We'll get you beard loss, some beard loss swag. Football season is almost back. College football is just about kicking off. We're a couple of weeks away from preseason football. So beard news, sports news, it's a two for one. So let's talk about the Minnesota Vikings veteran, Griffin. His beard, no gray. It just looks good. He's got a nice, you know, probably maybe an inch or two business beard, and he's just rocking it. I mean, Everson Griffin, he's the longest-tenured Viking, having completed his first practice of training camp for a tenth time. Ten years, yeah. He's a defensive end who has 66 and a half career sacks, the seventh most in franchise history. He made it very clear in his press conference that he's got no gray beard. After doing, after doiling out beard tip at the request of guest reporter Anthony Barr. Moments after shedding his helmet and practice jersey, Barr entered the throng of media members and asked Griffin what he's doing to have his beard looking so good. Barbara asked, or Barr asked, I noticed you came back and had a nice full beard. I was curious. What products do you use? And do you have any tips for someone like me that's aspiring to get a beard like that? Hit me up. Anthony Barr, same rule applies as if anybody knows Mike, the nine-year beard man. Anthony Barr, look me up, all right? Maybe I'm going to reach out to you on social media. I'd love to give you some beard tips. Let Matt from Beard Laws hook you up, all right? My bearded brother, find me. I got you. But uh, Griffin explained the following, and I quote, I use Scotch Porter. It's a little shampoo for your beard. And then they have a conditioner. And I also use their beard cream and they sh- and the sheen they have, Griffin said. On top of that, I put a little black uh, castor oil. Yeah, I've got a little routine. And then I use a wooden brush, and I just brush it down. Barr had a follow-up question. What does the wooden brush do? If you use a regular brush, it makes your beard puff out like an afro. I don't want my beard like that. The wooden brushes makes the hair lay down. And that's an important thing, All right? Bristle brushes. doesn't matter that it's a wooden handle, the brush. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a brush. Guarantee it. I also think you need the comb, comb it, brush it. And what that does is it trains your beard. Little beard tips. If you want more beard tips, check out beardlaws.com. Check out the beard tips section. And that's going to conclude it for beard news. Hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for the next segment. It's now time for one of my favorite and newly added segments. The featured beard. It's now time for one of my favorite favorite new segments it's the featured beard of the day every episode we are going to feature a beard talk about it find an article let you know about it some of the beards you're probably going to know like abraham lincoln who you know many people know that whether you're american canadian doesn't matter you know abraham lincoln he had a beard that was on episode two if you haven't seen it go check it out today's featured beard on episode three is frederick engel's The magnificent beard of socialist thinker Frederick Engels has inspired a climbing wall sculpture in Salford. It's a 16-foot or 5-meter beard statue, a symbol of wisdom and learning. And it's going to stand on the University of Salford's campus. Arts Company... Arts company engine, who are behind this piece, said the idea came from a 1980s plan to relocate an Eastern Bloc statue of the Thinker to Manchester. Engels, who wrote the communi- Engels, who wrote the Communist Manifesto with Karl Marx, lived in the area from the 1840s onwards. Engels, who wrote the Communist Manifesto with Karl Marx, lived in the area from the 1840s onwards. The sculpture is going to depict the nose and whiskers of the father of the Marxist theory and be situated on the university's Peel Park campus in 2016. How amazing would it be to have such an amazing beard that there's literally going to make a statue out of it? You can climb a beard. For all you ladies that have dreamt about this moment, all you need to do is go to the university's Peel Park campus. And you can climb a beard. I'm seeing a picture of it. Like I said, I'm going to try to do a link. The story was on the BBC.com. News, UK, England, Manchester is the title. The sculpture is, is amazing. This guy has a sweet stash, sweet beard, and a sweet, sweet brain. What he came up with, what an incredible piece. I haven't personally read it. I feel like the only books I've actually read from front to back were the uh, Tucker Max books. So, Tucker Max, if you're listening, come on, man. Give me a shout-out. Let's do an interview. Even if you did go to Duke, we'll let that go. But yeah, what an amazing thing to have honored for you. Like if anybody builds statues, anybody wants to build a sculpture, something that you can climb, please hit me up, Matt at You can use my beard. I'd be honored. <laughs> little bit about uh, about Engels, if I may, from BBC.com article. He was born in Prussia in eighteen twenty. Wait, no. That's no, that's that's not right. That's right. So a little bit about Engels from the article on BBC.com. He was born in Prussia in 1820. Frederick Engels arrived in England in 1842 to take up a role at the business his family co-owned in Salford, the Ermine and Engels Cotton Mill. He lived with an Irish woman, Mary Burns, who showed him the state of working class life in the area leading him to write. The condition of the working class in England in 1844 was then written by Engels, thanks to Mary. Well done, Mary. See, behind every good beard, great and better woman. I believe it. It's a Beard Law. Go look it up. Send me an email, Matt at BeardLaws.com, if you can find what Beard Law that is. And maybe you'll win some swag. Engels, he stayed in Manchester on and off for the next 30 years where he was a neighbor of author Elizabeth Gaskell. I don't know what's going on over there in Manchester, but they were just tearing up artists. They were just having book, 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 just brains. I mean, so if you're looking for inspiration, I highly recommend writers go to Manchester. If you're having a writing block, go to Manchester. That's where amazing things happen, apparently. Karl Marx came to Manchester several times to visit Engels. The pair often met in the uh, Chetham's Library, where, Ma- uh, where Marx also wrote part of his work *Das Kapital*. So yeah, that is the uh, that's the featured beard of the day. Frederick Engels. He's got a statue. He's got a wall sculpture, I guess, not a statue. I don't know if you can actually climb it, but it's a pretty big sculpture, sixteen foot. I'm pretty sure you could climb it. You might get yelled at. Feel free, ladies. 16 foot beard. It's amazing. Check it out. BBC.com. Thank you for the source. Hopefully, you guys are cool with me reading your stuff. I'm giving you all the credit. This is not read by me. Feature beard of the day. If anything, just go Google Frederick Engels. You'll see a lot of cool work. You'll see a man with a great beard, just to prove that beards help wisdom. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. This is wrapping up the sports talk. The not interview, but the 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 the, the first Episode with the co-host. We're gonna get Logan back on here more. We're gonna do more research. We're gonna we're gonna make episode four great. Either way, he's in charge of sports, so we're always gonna have Logan Sports Talk. And as he's available, we know we'll get him into more things. We'll get him in on the interviews, we'll get him uh and on the beard news, featured beard of the day, whatever else we have. And now we have a new section. Yeah, it will be better when we have a new section. You're in my thoughts by Logan. The one-liners, the two-liners. Then it can turn into a story about how sad he is taking a leak, thinking about Mike Trout. So again, Logan, yeah. thanks for joining us. Hopefully all you guys are uh, excited. It's it, it's more exciting for me because not only do I get to do this with a great friend, but I actually get to talk to somebody else and not just ramble into this pop filter on this mic for hours on end. So, uh, Logan, do you have anything, any plugs, any social media, anything you want them to follow you on yet? Or if you only have what you have,
1: yeah. I am social media dumb.
0: All right. So okay. don't follow okay. him on anything. Eventually, Run. eventually what, what I'm going to do is I am going to create an email and give him access. So it's going to be Logan at beardlaws.com. So when you start getting some information, he's got an email that I'm going to forward on to his other email. So at least he can get some fan interaction, and, not interaction, no fan erections. He is married. Fan interactions. So uh, <laughs> any information, anything that uh, you do want to get to him? You can give that, but as always you can you can message me for now Matt at Beardlaws.com, and i can I can give him the message and eventually once 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 you guys make us big and we can start getting him some more money, maybe we'll convince him into getting you know the Twitter and the Instagram and all sorts of cool stuff so you guys can check it out uh,
1: word. yeah my my advice before you go to bed, listen to your favorite song in your head.
0: There you go. That's advice. That's words to wisdom by Logan. Guy comes in for sports. We got a whole new segment and now he's throwing in advice. So guys, there's going to be more to come. And like he said, like I said, this is his first podcast, his first Skype call, his first probably time. No, it's not his first time using the uh, Internet because we we listen to his um, would you Rather's. But uh, yeah, so it's only going to get better. And it's only episode three for myself. So we've got a lot of room to grow. There's going to be something that's going to come out of this awesome. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, Logan.
1: Word. Thanks for having me. I'll see you all soon. Peace.